وعليكم السلام ورحمة الله وبركاته May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us tawfiq and accept every dua that we make after azan. Uftisab assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. Ahlan wa sahlan wa marhaban to you. May Allah ta'ala grant you afiyat and good health. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala take great work of ilm. And Allah ta'ala grant you protection and salamati. Uftisab, the platform is yours. وعليكم السلام ورحمة الله وبركاته بارك الله فيكم وسلم كريم آمين 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 to your duas جزاك الله خيرا to our technicians brother Junaid Khan brother Riaz Hussein نحمده ونسولي على رسوله الكريم أما بعد أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم رب شرح لي صدري ويسل لي أمري وحلل أقدة من لساني يفقه قولي سبحانك لا علم لنا إلا ما علمتنا إنك أنت العليم الحكيم all praise due to Almighty Allah, the sustainer, nourisher, and cherisher of the universe. Peace, blessings, and salutations be upon our beloved master and leader, Nabi Muhammad Mustafa Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. Today is the 16th of Sha'aban, 1445. With the grace and mercy of Almighty Allah Jalla today we focus on chapter 33, Surah Ahzab and verses 30-31. Almighty Allah Jalla in this very chapter, Surah Ahzab, chapter 33, verse 5, informed us, وَأَزْوَاجُهُ أُمَّهَاتُهُمْ that the Prophet ﷺ, honorable wives and his spouses, they are the mothers of this ummah. That's why we say, Ummal Mu'mineen, Sayyidah Khadija radiallahu anha. We say that uh, Ummal Mu'mineen, Sayyidah Aisha radiallahu anha. Chapter 33 and verse number 6, you will find, Wa azwajuhu ummahatuhum. So yeah, Almighty Allah Jalla in today's lesson is informing us that the rank and the status of the honorable wives and spouses of Mustafa Habibuna Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Ya Nisa An-Nabi. O oh, you honorable wives of the Master alayhi salatu salam, one side you are the wife and the spouse of the Master Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Second, you are the mothers of this ummah. Third, you have added responsibilities that every lady will look up to you and they will take their characteristics and their features from you that in which way have you behaved, your character, all that needs to be exalted and subdued. Lime. So Almighty Allah says, Mayati minkunna bifahishatin. That whosoever from you that commits this bifahishatim mubayina, something that is not good for you, that akhlaqan, morally, it is something that will be considered that beyond your rank and lower than your rank and so forth, bifahishatim mubayina. Here we need to understand the Quranic terminology. 
when the word is used al-fahisha with alif lam in the beginning and that will refer to fornication adultery gay business gay brigade that is with al-fahisha and that is consistent in the noble quran so that will be something which nobody can even think about for the honorable wives of Nabi alayhi salatu salam Sayyidina Abdullah ibn Abbas radiallahu anhumar Isul Mufassirin one of the greatest commentators of the noble Quran used to say ma baghat imra'atu nabiyin qattu no wife of any prophet from the time of Adam peace be upon him right till the time of Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi salam did any wife of any messenger commit fornication adultery all of them were pure and chaste in that regard so ye all might Allah for the honorable wives of Nabi use the common noun and that is fahisha so that means morally and look at your character something that is lower than your esteemed character demands from you the household of Nabi demands for you and that is something clearly that was done so it means something that does not behove your character maybe you said something or you did something but it is not good according to your rank and state because you are the mother of this Ummah, chapter 33, verse 6, and you are the wife and spouse of Mustafa, and the ladies are all going to look up to you, and obviously the men as well. So therefore, the stern warning, you know, for great, great people, even a small mistake, but there will be a grave warning. Then the punishment for you, O honorable wives of Mustafa, will be double the amount. And that is very easy for all, Jalla Remember this beautiful hadith. Mustafa sallallahu alayhi sallam said, yunsa, that sins, remember, that will never be forgotten. By Almighty Allah, Allah never ever forgets. Your Allah jalla wa Allah never ever forgets. So the hadith goes in Bayhaki, Al Birrula Yubla. You do good deeds that will never get worn out. It will always be recorded in your good deeds. And Wazambula Yunsa. And your sins will never be for, for, forgotten by Almighty Allah. It will be forgiven, but not forgotten by Almighty Allah when we ask for forgiveness. This is the word I want you must concentrate and focus on. Deen is a religion of justice, political justice, economic justice, social justice. And who introduced Islam? Almighty Allah Himself. His one attribute is Dayan, what Dayanulayamut. And the one who is everlasting, just, always just, at all times, all places, will never ever die. Death is for me and you, the creation. Kullu nafsin zaikatul maut. So do whatever you want to, command the dean to dan. So as you do, so you will be treated. 
So the justice system of all mighty Allah. Oh, you honorable wives of Mustafa sallam, if there is something that does not behove your lofty, exalted rank, and certain times you did an action or did or said something, then there will be a stern warning and punishment. But Almighty Allah says, if you do good deeds, and that's what they're going to do, obviously, then the reward will also be double-fold. Therefore, Almighty Allah states, a surah, chapter, every Muslim knows, Maliki Yawmiddin. He is the exclusive owner and sole owner of the day of justice. Deen, justice, the yan, the one who's always just. Now this is the beginning of the 22nd Jews, 22nd part of the Noble Quran, and there are 30 parts in the Noble Quran. And whosoever is obedient from you, O honorable wives, and to Almighty Allah Jalla and to Habibuna, Prophet Muhammad Mustafa and you continue with the righteous deeds. <coughs> Ma'am, sorry about that. With ta'amal saliha, you continue with the righteous deeds and good actions. Nu'utiha ajraha marratain. We will give her all material states. See, you need to understand the balagha, the beauty, the style, the diction of the noble Quran. When it came to the punishment and warning, then Allah did not say we. He said, A punishment will be given double-fold. But when it came to reward, Allah is elevating them even further. O oh, honorable wives and consorts and spouses of Mustafa we will give them each one of them ajraha their reward marratain double the reward we'll give you bonus upon bonus karima and you requested from the master alayhi salam ya rasul allah increase the expenditure upon us it was a gentle request Allah Jalla says, No, why did you ask, O Nabi Sallallahu I will give you from my unlimited treasures and khazana. Allah ke khazana me koi kami nahi. See Allah using the royal pronoun, we, to stamp his majesty, authority, sovereignty. When you study linguistics and semantics and so forth, so you will remember that it is used as a symbol of respect and reverence. And we will grant her each one of them such a risk and sustenance and provision that is karima, very, very generous. Subhanallah. Allah saying, We will give you double reward, we will give you a generous sustenance, and we will give you the greatest. Bounty favor tomorrow on the day of justice. You will be the household of Nabi salam in this world. You will be with the Master salam in Jannatul Firdaus Il A'ala in Jannatul Firdaus. What greater accomplishment can they be? So therefore, we need to defend the honor. Namuse Azwajin Nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Namuse Sahaba ka tahfuz karna farz aur wajib hai. 
to protect the honor dignity of the honorable wives and consorts and spouses of Mustafa sallallahu is compulsory upon us and remember therefore we say the Shias are kuffar they swear and they curse our mother Siddiqa Sayyida Aisha radiallahu anha they swear and they curse Sayyida Hafsa radiallahu anha why? because they hate their fathers as well they hate Sayyida Bakr Siddiq radiallahu anha they hate Sayyida Umar Farooq radiallahu anha according to the kuffar Shia naql kufr kufr nabashad naklul kufri laysa bikafirin what I'm saying now is kufr it takes a person out of the fall of Islam Allah forbid they say Sayyidina Abu Bakr Sayyidina Umar Sayyidina Usman Sayyidina Aisha Sayyidina Hafsa Amir Muawiyah Radiyallahu Anu Majma'in All are non-Muslim according to Shias This alone is enough to make them non-Muslim and we have another 100,000 Dalail and evidence that they're non-Muslim so we don't have to carry favor with any person any organization any politician any government Bismillahirrahmanirrahim let us take you around the world with the news views interviews locally nationally and globally so five jutlas are alhamdulillah say alhamdulillah oh muslim it's five o'clock nine in the morning south african time so we're giving you the news roundup five jutlas alhamdulillah seriously injured and many of them were killed in the past 24 hours they in gaza and surroundings alhamdulillah Biden is already blowing his trumpet, you see. He wants to get some credibility because their name, America's name, is stinking in the whole world. Biden, Joe, genocide Biden, he's known as, and he's blinking, he's blinking. They don't know what to do, that the world has seen what super terrorist murderers they are, including the apartheid terrorist Nazi regime of Israel. So Biden announced by next week, Monday, you will have a temporary fire meaning before Ramadan will continue through Ramadan and after Ramadan five six weeks whatever you and in there 400 Palestinians will be released and 40 women and some children will be released by Hamas so he's already blowing his trumpet he say by next week Monday it will happen and he didn't say inshallah but we say inshallah they in France they're having a big meeting and they also are worried Putin is a big harami therefore we like him we need some haramis to smack the Americans and blow them to pieces so Europe will give more financial aid to Ukraine they're just putting more and more and they will lose everything they already lost billions now they will start losing trillions it's very good for us America gets weaker Europe gets weaker Islam gets stronger See what Hezbollah did. Hezbollah shaitan, we call them. But they're very good for us when they attack Israel. Yesterday, they fired 60 Katusha rockets straight into Israel. Well done, you shaitan Hezbollah, that we admire you for that. You're better than these Kuffar Sunni countries, that Saudi Arabia, MBS, United Arab Emirates, MBZ, the kings of Bahrain, Morocco, Jordan, all Haramis murdered traitors to Islam 
Aram, the Pharaoh of Egypt, Sisi, whole lot kafir murtad shaitans. Israel is ethnic cleansing plans if a West Bank. So now they got their thugs in your dua. Say, Allahumma alayka bil mustawtineen. Oh Allah, you punish these settlers and settle them straight in Jahannam, the enemies. They steal everything of the Palestinians. Their land, their houses, their orchards, whatever they can find. A looming famine day in Gaza. If no action is taken immediately, there will be mass murder, meaning thousands of people will pass away as shuhada. And this is the deliberate policy of Israel, the rogue apartheid terrorist Nazi regime. And the whole world can see it now. There's no escape for them. Israel failed to comply with the ICJ, the International Court of Justice Orders, there in Gaza, and now they're trying to cover up. But the world knows that, remember, deliberately they targeted babies, children, women, men who were civilians. More than 31,000 killed, they say, there in Gaza, 80-90% civilians. So how are you going to justify it? Saudi Arabia jumping on the bandwagon, the Saudi foreign minister said, that we warn Israel of serious consequences if they attack the Palestinians in Rafah. What you going to do, Saudis? You hopeless, good for nothing, murdered bin Shaitan. You attacked Yemen for eight, nine years, and what did you obtain? Nothing. You just put four or five people, four or five million people's lives in danger. Iran, that's not a harami, you see, but we like them. Why anybody harms Israel or whoever, America, we like them. So Iran increases possibility of bomb. So if Israel can have 300, 400 nuclear bombs and what have you, so what is the problem if Iran has? No, it's going very dangerous and so forth. Just answer this one question to me. If Israel, which is a rogue, terrorist, Nazi, apartheid regime can have, which they have confirmed. So you know Vanunu. Go read the life history of Vanunu. Vanunu spilled the beans that he said Israel has got all this year. So then Vanunu escaped. But you know Israel, they knew his weak point. So he loved women. So they set him up with one beautiful, attractive, gorgeous lady. And she trapped him and then they arrested him and so forth. Go read an intriguing tale of Vanunu. Vanunu, the spy who spilled the beans, remember that. So therefore they know what they did. In Lahore, a crazy incident took place yesterday, Monday a Pakistani lady wore her clothes and on that was Arabic calligraphy. Now you know sometimes our Muslims also, they thought was Quranic verses and she's desecrating the Quran because she will go to the toilet, bathroom, all that. And they nearly attacked her and assaulted her but some female police came to her rescue and said, go and ask the Mawlana, the Sheikh, the Imams, this is not Quran written there. It's just some Arabic calligraphy. But she also apologized and then everything was sorted out. Sweden, another harami also, is become part of NATO and they say they're going to make it strong there in the northern side and Russia will become weaker. They all dream about that. Putin is making them dream. So Putin is putting them in their place and they're dreaming of Putin nighttime, daytime. Yesterday was the last day of the ICJ hearing. 
Turkey condemns Israel and says that they have totally violated all international laws in Gaza. Maryam Nawaz, the Choroki Hukumat, Pakistan. So you have the elder brother Nawaz Sharif. You have the younger brother Shahba Sharif. Shahba Sharif is the Prime Minister and Benazir Bhutto's husband, you know. So he is Asif Zardari. He becomes the president. So that Nawaz Sharif's daughter, Maryam Nawaz, she becomes the Wazir A'ala. So they say the first female that is governor in the Punjab. Province. So Pakistan had a female Prime Minister, Benazir Bhutto, but they never ever had a female governor of a province. So she becomes the first female provisional, then governor, provided province governor, and that is in Punjab. Punjab is the biggest province there. All chores, this whole Sharif family and Nawaz family and all, Mariam, all. Just go to Google and just put there their names and see what, what assets they got in Europe, what they got in Dubai, what they got in Pakistan and so forth. So anyway there's Pakistan story. Palestinian Prime Minister resigns and their government resigned. They're waiting for approval from Abu Mazin, Mahmoud Abbas, all hopeless, useless characters. All puppets of America, Europe and of the Israelis, they are spies for them. Therefore they're arrest, they speak of democracy. So we're giving you democracy. The people elected Hamas and United Nations said Hamas are not terrorists. So what you going to do now? What you going to do, Israel? What you going to do, America? You said you want democracy, so we gave you democracy, and now you want the government, but we want Hamas. So therefore, you must remember, they only want democracy when it suits them. These are the Haramis, the biggest hypocrites and war criminals, remember that. Israel targeting Palestinian police who are bringing aid to Gaza. And remember, this the world has seen how they prevent the aid and impede the aid coming into Gaza. These are the Haramis, the super terrorists and shaitan's children. So Lord Jacob Rothschild died. Go to hell. He was the big sponsor, you must remember, of the Zionists from day one and the Rothschild family. So yesterday he fracked and he died like a dog. So go to hell. Hell is waiting for you. Another billionaire coach. K-O-C-H how the ever hell you pronounce it so billionaire coach he told the Indian lady Nikki Haley you're wasting our time we're no more going to sponsor you though Trump is giving you such a thrashing we don't want to spend any more money another smack in the face of Nikki Haley the Indian the spaza the imitation white I told her a long time she's wasting her time only in India the story can happen you know 1995 December I was in India. So now when I came back from our Gam, from our village, from where my forefathers came from, Banvar, they spell it B-H-A-N-V-A-D, Banvat, but you pronounce it Banvar. So we came back to Porbandar where Gandhi was born. It's just one hour drive. So it was written there like Bloemfontein, Timbley, the airport small. I don't know now, I'm speaking of 95. So just a turn there that the plane delayed two hours. So I said, let me walk around. I told my wife, you sit there, just keep the passport, money, whatever you. 
So I saw a helicopter landing there. So I asked the guy who came out, how much they charging? He said, free. I said, what? So then the Sikh came out, the pilot, you see. You know, the guy with the big turban, they don't cut hair, you know. So anyway, so I asked him, sir, me, I want to go in. He said, you next. I said, my wife also. He said, fine. He said, he's going to the washroom. He'll come back. So after five, ten minutes, he came. He just signal to us come on come on you must come in so my wife at the back one Hindu lady and myself in front and him the pilot and then he takes us for a nice tour you know helicopter first time in my life I'm sitting and he shows us the whole of Porbandar 20 minutes then he stops it airborne top is the sky bottom is the ocean and what you use here on the radio the headphones earphones i don't use it but nevertheless you must remember that what people normally use he gave me that he said q and a but here the q and a is different i have to answer uh, sorry i have to question and he'll answer so first question december 95 i asked him sir what speed are we going what miles kilos he said no we don't work with miles and kilos we work with knots here sixth question or fifth question i asked him sir how come i travel many countries but everywhere you have to pay how come you're going free of charge he said you don't know i said what he said we're testing this helicopter out you know whether it's working or not so I looked at the back, I could see my wife was almost crying, you see. So I told him, sir, I think it's time we go down now. And I told my wife, we better start reading. Even that Hindu lady got the shock of her life. So we started reading, La ilaha illa anta subhanaka inni kundri So in India yesterday, there was a train. And that train went through five stations and it had no driver. Can you believe that? And it reached speed, the speed of over 100 kilometers per hour and so forth. But Allah shukar that nobody got injured, nobody got hurt and so forth. So India, some crazy incidents. I suddenly see a tra- train moving without a driver, you know. Uh, in South Africa, with the driver, they got drunk sometimes. Anyway. So you as soldiers are here in Kenya, in Africa, and 20 nations are with them. America say, you better join us, and we will give you so much money, so much arms, so much this. You know African politicians and how corrupt they are, so join the Pied Piper, another military base there. And remember that South African politics, so you find that the gentries, you remember from here to Johannesburg, we got all these etols. So I heard Panyaza La Sufi. So what he said, La Sufi said, we're going to refund those who paid. I paid everything for my refund, Mr. Sufi. So remember, now they changed the tune again, and Ota says, Ota is against them from day one. You're wasting our time. You might just switch off the gantries forever, because this thing was a non-starter. Zambia, big problem. They got cholera there. Allah, Jalla make it easy. Our program today, inshallah, 8.30 to 9, Molana Musa Laher and 11 to 12 the bliss of marriage 1 to 2 inshallah tafsir commentary of the noble Quran inshallah tomorrow Wednesday we will start our tour to Eastern Cape so tomorrow night Wednesday night we'll be in Port Elizabeth Masjid Abu Bakr after Maghrib and then on Thursday inshallah after Maghrib we will be there in Queenstown the Masjid there for program Jumma Salat lecture all will be in Queenstown and then Friday night that is the 1st of March inshallah we will be in East London there in there you know the new masjid they got
got them, mashallah. So we'll be in that part, Mona Kara and them. So Allah Jalla Wala make it easy. There are other programs, but inshallah, we'll announce that tomorrow. Mona, we have 15 minutes for the Q&A, inshallah. This is an anonymous question. I want to know, my wife's ex-boss hugged and kissed her on her cheek. Is this allowed? First and foremost, my brother, when we tell you, you must not send your wife, your daughter, your sister to work because that's exactly what they do. You don't see what Oprah Bilker Clinton did. He got Monica and he told Monica, you come sit on my lap and sit on the table and then I will show you some nice gymnastics and so forth. So these are the haramis, you must remember. In Poland, you Christians, when I tell you that your churches, I want to see how many churches can run straight. So there you must remember the big cardinal, bishop, whatever, had to resign because he was covering up all the pedophilia and so forth. So you see in Hungary, the prime minister, president, had to resign he was also busy with his rifle or whatever else so this is what they keep on doing so islam wants to protect you now who is at fault first and foremost you the husband you are at fault why did you send your wife there and so forth so now he starts you know telling her i will give you some nice presents i will give you an increase but you also have to play the game so now you just give me a nice kiss i will hug you give you a nice neck a peck on the neck and so forth so obviously all this is haram a to z quran sharif teaches us don't even approach and go near fornication and adultery it is something obscene indecent a very bad path you should charge him you should tell your wife she must lay a charge against him sexual harassment and you must remember you also should hang your head in shame that you have become the use the use means that when we allow our wives to go and flirt with this one and that one and so forth so that the use and the cuckold in English does not enter Jannah and paradise unless he makes Tawbah and repent. So the Hadith is authentic there in Sunan Nasai. Go read the verse in the Noble Quran, chapter 17 and verse number 32. Chapter 17, verse 32. Zina She should resign and they go there to the labor union and labor court and charge him for sexual harassment but islamically you the husband you also should hang your head in shame it's totally haram for us to send our wives daughters to go and work by these vultures here and so forth salam what is the ruling with regards to taking a shower when men sit for etikaf not permissible etikaf means seclusion it is a manifestation of our love for all Allah how when we go for Umrah so now you are going to don that ihram and the towels so then you can't use soap you can't use perfume you can't clip your nails all the, you can't use shampoo so all this why it's harul mahabba that you are displaying your love for all Allah amanu ashaddu 
Allah that those people who possess true Iman they intensely in love with Almighty Allah our Islam is based on the love commitment dedication to Almighty Allah Jalla Allah so Almighty Allah says if you love me then the deed and the creed and the creed and the deed all has to correspond with one another see I give you a wonderful lesson pay attention O Muslim O Muslimah so Almighty Allah Jalla Allah taught us about Siyam about fasting so now two weeks time Tuesday we all will be fasting inshallah 12th of March okay so the first 20 days we are fasting Ya Allah for your love I will not eat I will not drink I will not fulfill conjugal relationship during the fasting time with husband with wife whatever the case is chapter 2 surah Baqarah verse 165 we're showing our love then there's a progression in that love. Ya Allah, I love my wife, I love my children, I love my shop, I love my job, but I'm leaving all that. I'm going to sit in your house, and day and night I'm going to beg you, Ya Allah, you must give me Laylatul Qadr, the night of majesty, the night of power. So that's a progression of love. Then when the crescent for Eid, for Shawwal is cited, then Almighty Allah Jalla Wala teaches us Al-Hajju Ashhurum Ma'lumat. Now the months of Hajj have started. Min Eid al-Fitri ila Eid al-Adha. From Eid al-Fitr, that is from first Shawwal, that is the months of Hajj, and it will continue right till the time of Eid al-Adha, the tenth of Zulhijjah. So now that is your Hajj. My love has increased. My heart is saturated. Your love with your love. My hair is not important. My Clothing is not important. Ya Allah, your love is important. So therefore, study your siyam, your fasting. Study your qiyam, your taraweeh. Study your etikaf. Study your umrah. Study your hajj. And there's one common thread. And that is to display our love for Almighty Allah. And the ayat regarding the months of hajj, surah 2, surah Baqarah, verse 197. So therefore, today etikaf has become a picnic you must remember that what it is people go sit for etikaf and then mass etikaf you get so many variety of food you will not even get in your houses and thereafter that people are sitting there and they're joking cell phones are busy laptops are busy since when all this is permissible one day I went to Heidelberg my hometown they told me all the youngsters are sitting for etikaf you see it was holiday time I went to the masjid I saw microwave there I saw mini fridge there I saw what and what there I said you guys came for etikaf or you guys came for a big jol here or a big party here and what so today the real spirit of etikaf is no more it's become one big party in most cases now you want to go and shower now you want to do this now you people go out at night they say no I'm going for one biri ek biri marwanu che I want to go for one cigarette and since when all this is permissible so all this is not permissible your etikaf will break it's better you sit with your wife and jol day with your wife so instead of wasting time there remember so we should not be making a mockery of our Islam. Sir, I would like to challenge you about your primitive beliefs. But there is no contest. Science rules would prove what proof does your religion offer 
and how has it changed society? We move with the times, Mandy. Mandy, so Mandy is challenging me. I love it when you challenge me, Mandy. So I give you three examples. Number one, you know you're a South African. In 2020, what they told you, Mandy? You must sit at home. Shops closed, churches closed, mosques closed, everything. And that is your science, that is your professors, that is your doctors, and so forth and so on. Was it a pandemic, my sister Mandy, or was it a pandemic and a scamdemic? Now what are they saying? I'm asking you. You know it was one big lie, and it was to the, the world. They wanted the new world order to be ushered in, but they failed miserably. So that is all, may Allah, exposing them. You, sister Mandy, you want to challenge me, so I have to answer you like that. I'm asking you, who are your forefathers? So you will say that you went to school, you went to varsity, and you will say you believe in the Darwin theory, so your forefathers were some monkey or some chimpanzee or something. So, well, that's your belief. It's fine. I got no problem with that. That's your belief. We reject it with the contempt it deserves, and we teach you from Quran, chapter 49, verse 13. Ya Iwanas, O humankind, O people, we created you from one male and one female, Adam and Eve. And then we made you into nations, Europeans, Americans, Africans, Indians, Chinese. That one type of rain comes and you see the kaleidoscope of colors in your garden. You see red, roses, you see blue, violet, yellow, green, pink, blue, all different different but the rain is the same so almighty Allah is the one and only Khalik. he created this diverse creation nations and tribes so you recognize one another not for pride that white is right and west is the best nay Inna akramakum indallahi atqakum. Verily, the most noble of you is the one who has the greatest fear of Almighty Allah based on the love for Almighty Allah. Chapter 49, verse 13. You, my sister Mendy, Islam is primitive. I want to ask you one question. We have the noble Quran, right? You know, in two weeks' time, millions of people throughout the globe, every continent, every country, they'll be reading the Noble Quran. 6,236 verses, 114 chapters, by heart, by memory. The loving miracle of Islam. You cannot show me one Bible which is authentic. You have so many different versions of the Bible that the virgins are confused. The Jutlas, the Haramis, the Jews, the Zionists, have so many copies of the Torah not one single copy is authentic that was revealed to Moses and when I challenge them they'll tell me I'm anti-Semite that's an old trick they use when we challenge the Pope then there's no hope for the Pope so what you say Mandy this Quran is the direct speech of Almighty Allah Mandy if we are so primitive what makes you wake up 5 o'clock quarter to 5, 4.30 to listen to me I'm honored my sister Mandy what you say so you must remember this. So better go and see who's your forefathers, the monkeys or the chimpanzees. Hamas can't be found anywhere in Palestine, yet the Jutlas are still bombing the innocent Palestinians. Nobody is intervening to stop this war. 
Where is America in this as they are the one who started it? America is the biggest terrorist on earth. Go and see from World War II till now, more than 50 countries they invaded. Trump says that this is one of his virtues. What did Donald Trump say? He said, I am the only president in the past 70, 75 years that have not started a war whilst I was president. So everybody before him, after him, started the war. So that is America, you must remember that. The biggest war criminals, the super terrorists, the super haramis, and so forth and so on. Therefore, we love South Africa. So South Africa took them on, and they said Israel is an apartheid regime, and Israel is committing genocide. And they told America, Israel, you can go to hell. We're going to stand for the truth because we went through apartheid, and we know that the apartheid in occupied, we can't say Israel is a Muslim, we don't recognize it. In occupied Palestine is hundred times worse than what we experience here. Do you know no Palestinian is allowed to board the plane at Ben Gurion Airport? Do you know they got separate roads and highways for Palestinians and for Jutlas with something we never ever had? Don't come tell me about apartheid. I was born in apartheid. I was born in an African location. So we know in and out about apartheid. I can never forget knee blankers and knee Honda. No non-whites and no dogs allowed here in this park. We can forget all these things here. So therefore, you must remember that this is revenge. Bibi Netanyahu knows that once the hostages crisis is finished and the dust is settled, there'll be elections he loses and next stop for him is jail. So he and his right-wingers, super-terrorists, murderers, whole lot will end up in jail. So therefore, they murder and they kill all the time. The biggest problem is America and the satellite states. Who are the satellite states? Your Saudi Arabia, your Emirates, your Bahrain, your Jordan, your Egypt, and Morocco. All these haramis. Therefore, they got chumchas, they got sidekicks here. I tell them on their face, you Salafi scholars, you are the scholars for dollars, and you have sold your soul to the devil. That is what we tell them. Uh, the TV box which you despise so much has educated nations. It has uplifted and brought education to homes, villages you can't reach. Don't look at TV with the jaundiced eyes. Seek knowledge from the cradle to the grave. <laughs> so you must remember that Quran Sharif teaches us laws and principles. Is there benefit in alcohol? Is there benefit in gambling? Quran says, yes, there is some benefit. But all Maitya Allah teaches us, وَإِثْمُهُمَا أَكْبَرُ مِن نَفْئِهِمَا The sin and the disadvantages of gambling alcohol far outweighs the benefit. So if the benefit is 1%, 5%, then the harm is 95%, 99%. Which person in his right mind today will tell you TV is beneficial? Every advert got a naked lady. Every advert got music. Every film has got either promoting, glorifying homosexuality, lesbianism, every pornography. All this has come from the TV. South Africa under the Bura, under apartheid, even they realize the harm of TV. I went to go study in Pakistan. Compared to South Africa, Pakistan is 100% third world country. South Africa was first world country in 1974. So they never had TV, nothing, because this Bura, the white man, apartheid is a crime but certain good things they had so 
we don't want it will destroy the morals of our family and so forth so it was introduced only in 1976 in South Africa so brother you I'm asking you or sister you ha- what do you watch on TV you watch every day a new movie you watch every day pornography you watch every day the alcohol or the adverts of that so you get desensitized and therefore you're thinking if you're a Muslim it's just like that of a non-Muslim your name is Bilal but your thought process is Bali your name is Maryam but you think just like Mary so therefore they don't have to shower a, uh, shoot a bullet they got your mind in their control because Muslims have become idiots today majority of them Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah